Hi everyone, and welcome to our first ever Band Together mini-sode. We're diverting from our usual musical guest interviews to honor the 50th anniversary of Earth Day, this April 22nd, in more ways than one. To continue to stand together as a community dedicated to climate action, we're hosting a live virtual storytelling slam. We hope you join us from 11 to 12.30 p.m. Central Time on April 22nd to hear personal experiences of climate change, including stories, poems, and musical performances from a diverse range of voices in the climate movement. During moments of difficulty, grounding ourselves in our community and movement can help to uplift our spirits, create connection, and build solidarity. Climate Generation is excited to announce the publication of our new book, Eyewitness, Minnesota Voices on Climate Change. Eyewitness is a demonstration of literary activism, featuring a collection of stories, poetry, and art from Minnesotans on their experiences of climate change. While the stories are from Minnesota, the themes are universal. Gratitude, loss, responsibility, resilience, and hope. Each week leading up to the Earth Day Storytelling Slam, we will feature a story or poem from our Eyewitness book on this podcast. Our first guest is Liz Latt, a student at the Minneapolis College of Art and Design and current Climate Generation intern. Liz's story, The Bedtime Stories of the Kamai Americans, is featured in the resilience theme of Eyewitness. So enjoy Liz's story. My name is Liz Latt, and my climate story is called Bedtime Stories of the Kamai Americans. Bhopal. Once upon a time, there was a little girl living in a dark point in history, a time of turmoil and suffering. She was taught to hide, run, and survive from the age of 12. When she hid under the rotting flesh of her people, covered with mud from head to toe, she would dream of the peaceful time when she would go catch crawfish in the rainstorm and play with the ghost children in the cemetery. Each day was the same, praying that the pile of dirt she stepped on wasn't a landmine. The rustling in the bushes was a lost dog and not a soldier. And every time she would let go of her mother's hand that it wouldn't be the last time she felt her touch. The girl didn't know what her future would hold and she never had time to think of it. Every time she woke at night, she had to survive the day. Once upon a time, there was a mother living in a home she never thought she'd have. She escaped the destruction of her country to come here, the home of the winter spirit of Minnesota. The mother digs deep into the soil of her garden, planting her cucumber seeds and chili peppers trying to grasp the familiarity of her farm back home. She cooks rich, flavorful meals for her family using the hot chili peppers from the garden. The spice is nostalgic. The hot, burning sensation on the tongue brings her back to her mother's nambachuk recipe when she was sick as a girl. Her life in Minnesota is meaningful and happy, but she will forever wonder if her home is still standing, if the stream behind her farm still flows, and if the spirit of her childhood still exists in the wind. The scariest question of all, the thought she tries so hard to hide, will the blood of indifference forever taint the ground that is home? Is there even a home to go back to? Tulip. Once upon a time, there was a little boy living in a dark point in history, a time of turmoil and suffering. He was taught to work, obey, and survive from the age of three. The boy was forced out of his home, his family leaving everything behind and trying their hardest to keep the boy and his siblings alive. His parents worked long hours, miles away from the camp, leaving his siblings to fend for themselves. The boy's sister became sick, getting skinnier and skinnier every week until he had to rest his head on her bones. The boy was starving, only getting small portions of salt and rice soup. The boy looked up at the starry night from the small hut his father built between the trees of the forest. 
That sky was all he'd ever known, and the stars seemed so far as he counted how many stars away were his father and mother. The feeling of loneliness and exhaustion filled his small, tired body. Every time he woke at dawn, he prayed for his mother and father to return by dusk. Once upon a time, there was a father living in a home he never thought he'd have. He escaped the destruction of his country to come here, a place that worships the spirit of shimmering snow and tall pines, a home he didn't choose, but soon he fell in love with the land, Minnesota's land. The father grew up here. The tragedy of Cambodia is something equivalent to those distant memories, the memories he can't quite put his finger on, but they sit there, scratching at the back of his head. To him, the campgrounds of the north and the freshwater lakes are his true childhood. It's what made the father feel alive. He always craves new adventures, wanting to climb the tallest bluffs, ski down the steepest hill, and bike through the skinniest of trails. The father radiates the energy of Minnesota, an energy that if you took it away, he'd be left only with the memories of the defenseless, helpless little boy from the camp, a boy who was incapable of dreaming. Minnesota brought him back to life, allowing him to finally dream. Liz. Once upon a time, there was a daughter who was born in the great state of Minnesota, the first generation of the Khmer Americans. The spirit of the winter and adventure of the summer allowed her to thrive throughout her childhood. She lived in a home full of culture, tradition, and curiosity. She was taught to love, to be grateful, and celebrate who she was since birth. The great outdoors taught her more about life than the warmth and coziness of the fireplace inside. As a little girl, the heaviest snowstorm sparked a curious fire in her eyes. She was determined to strap on her protective armor and build a snow kingdom beneath the pine tree in her backyard. In the summer, she woke up at the crack of dawn from her tent, raced to the docks, tackle box and fishing rod in hand, ready to catch the biggest one of them all. It was these experiences, the memories that inspired the daughter to take care of the land she calls home, the home where her parents survived and thrive. Hearing the bedtime stories of times past has driven her compassion to fight for social and climate justice and for the freedom of others. The daughter spends the rest of her life ensuring that no one feels alone, that even though the world feels dark and hopeless, she would be the light for those suffering. The girl spends a hundred years spreading love to strangers and never stops using her voice. When she wakes up, she marches with hope, and when she sleeps, she dreams of peace. She stands with the earth. She stands with her home. If you enjoyed Liz's story, be sure to register for our live storytelling slam at go.climategen.org slash earthday. Also stay tuned to get your own copy of Eyewitness online starting on April 22nd. Thanks for supporting Band Together, and I'll see you next week.